0: So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started.
2: I'm TJ Majors. This is Brent Ribbon. Get ready. Be ready.
1: Be ready.
0: Give me what you got here. New leader. I'll watch out for this guy. White
2: flag.
0: Bumper clear. Whoa, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm TJ Majors. Give me what you got here. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you look at me? Why do not you look at Casey? Because she didn't say it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brett Griffin, I only spotted a cup car this weekend. It was You're actually lucky. really nice. Clint Boyer was my guy. We finished fifth. Casey, what'd you do all weekend?
3: I was in Atlanta. Freezing. You
1: actually ruined... The Ooh. whole marketing campaign for Atlanta last week on this podcast by saying it's going to rain all weekend. Okay. we watch well, it rain. you look
3: at the forecast and it says it's going to rain, obviously I'm going to say TJ, it's going to rain. TJ, did we get the rain. Xfinity
1: race in on time?
0: Yeah. Did we get the truck race in on time? I mean, it was in. We had a little delay. Did we get the cup race in on time? We did. Wow.
3: Okay. okay. It rained the entire time during that Xfinity race.
0: You're one of those people that they see like 25% chance of rain in the forecast. It's like... Pack your rain boots, your whole gear, and all that, aren't you?
3: Yes, I wore my <laughs> rain boots and, <laughs> and three jackets. Oh, wow. Rainy.
0: Did you walk in any rain?
3: Yes, I rain. did. Now,
0: I'm not talking mist. I'm talking rain.
3: Uh, yes, actually. Really? Yes.
0: Well, I'm sorry about <laughs> that. You should have stayed inside for 10 more minutes. I would have quit.
3: <laughs> Why do you guys hate me? We love I you. I was just speaking yeah. to you. You just
1: said last Monday on the show... Do not go to Atlanta. It's going to
0: rain.
3: I did not say don't go to Atlanta. I wanted you to go. I had to go. I had to be there.
0: (laughs) Is it going to snow in Vegas? Probably. Oh, that'd be great. (laughs) It already did. did. You didn't see the pictures of
3: it? Yes, I saw the pictures of it. Uh, But you asked if it's going to snow. Why would
0: that be great? We're going to the race. I know. Why do you want snow there?
3: I like snow more than I like rain. Go to the mountains. I will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love snow. I do. Thank you. I I mean I grew up. I'd in wear my snow, ski so. outfit if it was gonna snow. You might not be saying this if you grew up in an area where you know, where you had to shovel your driveway multiple times a week, would I you I agree with that.
1: Well that's why I'll, that's why you never see a U Haul going North. North. <laughs> All you Yankees come down here because y'all get sick of the snow. And you pay liberal taxes up there. Wow. Well. And once you retire, you can't afford to live there because the cost of living is through but the roof. But I
3: feel like I earned, I can still say that because I lived in Chicago for a year. And I moved there from Florida in December. So Ooh. I know what that's like. How was I it? Still you still it. don't.
0: Did you live downtown?
3: I don't. Yes, I did. Okay,
0: See, so you still don't know what it's like to be stuck in your own driveway. <laughs> To wait for the school bus between two snowdrifts that are higher than you. <laughs>
3: yes, I had to wait for a bus. I didn't have a car.
0: I'm a school bus, like a like a driveway and a school bus. You waited in that line, or are you talking I about the bus I waited on stop? Lake
3: Michigan for my bus.
0: Yeah, You <laughs> see, close to the lake doesn't get as much snow, though. It's inward a little bit. But it's bit. windy. Oh, the windy city, yes. Wow. So.
3: Exactly. It's also
0: okay. dangerous. It is.
3: But I don't live there anymore because I yeah some horror stories so
1: there's some fun parts in chicago though downtown maybe oh, pier i love chicago you just got to stay away from the whole white Sox area i mean I Chicago's one of my favorite cities i got buddies that drive into the city one way going to work in the morning and then drive back the
3: other way a
1: completely different way to avoid those areas it's crazy though like you hear those yeah. stories and you think how does that happen in america and it happens it's true it's crazy it what is.
0: you think about new package tv tj I don't think that's a good test of it yet. Atlanta's too much of an old, worn-out track. I don't. No matter what package you have there, if you got a lift, it's going to be... If you got a lift like you do at Atlanta as much, um, you're going to have... Uh, you're not going to... Uh, Vegas is going to be completely different. We're going to have tons of grip moving all over. We're going to be able to get closer together. Um, Atlanta's just a handling track, man. And it, it showed. It always is, always has been. And until they repave it, it's probably going to be this way. So what did you
1: think about atlanta with this package though compared to atlanta with the higher horsepower less drag less or less downforce package like what did you think
0: it was a better race same race worse race i saw the same type of racing that i that i felt like was when you have higher speeds you still got guys having to lift you have guys fighting loose you have guys fighting tight um we're going slower but i don't think um I don't know. I mean, I liked the old package, carrying a lot that all that speed. I liked the horsepower stuff, but this was a lot of the same stuff. I mean, you had to still get to have discipline for yourself. You had to have handling. Um, I, I I I didn't mind it. I really feel like that the biggest thing
1: I saw with this package at Atlanta was how hard it was. For those guys to wreck, we saw a lot of cars make a lot of contact. We saw them three wide. We saw them four wide. We saw them chopping each other. We saw them bumped out, drafting each other extremely hard, and yet they didn't wreck. And I think that's because the downforce numbers are so high and they're going slower to TJ's point. So yeah. I'm curious to see when we get to Vegas if these same guys race as aggressive as they did and these same guys cut them brakes because it looked like to me to wreck someone. You had to blatantly wreck them. I saw guys hit each other at speed, at full speed in three and four, and knock them up the racetrack. Like in the old package, that would have wrecked them. And I saw them on these restarts nailing each other. With the old package, they would have wrecked. So I'm curious to see if there's going to be a point where we do start wrecking, and we will, trust me. But is it going to be because of downforce? Is it going to be because these guys are just sick of each other and start wrecking
0: each other? I definitely think it's going to be because of the racing's close. There's going to be probably some spotter air at some point um there's gonna be uh, it's just gonna be guys trying to fit in spots like a plate race this might not be there Blaney chopped
1: us yesterday Kurt Busch chopped us yesterday somebody else chopped us and I was like man at some point you're gonna get sick of that you don't know if like TJ said if it's the spotter calling it late but all three instances with Clint he could have wrecked the guy because he just simply didn't lift and at some point you're gonna get sick of that
0: yeah, we. I mean, I was having to clear Joey a few times. We 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 had to pass a lot of cars yesterday, um, numerous times. So there was I was having to clear him by half a car length off of two, and that's that's pretty tight, especially when, when they that. got runs. <laughs> when they got runs, but the runs weren't as big. Um, we were actually pretty fortunate. Our car was pretty good, so we could carry some good speed off the corners still. So the runs weren't weren't as big. Um, so, but you're you got to get up, man. If that guy gets out there um you know you, you want the bottom in 3 obviously but you know there was i had to clear him up a couple of times sometimes you're sliding up if it's late exit not all the way straight yet you're sometimes you're sliding up just to take the air if you can slide up a little bit and take some of that air you're you're kind of messing up his run so that kind of takes it away yeah for sure so we go into qualifying and TJ was really the
1: only car i saw in the first round that attempted to get some sort of drafting help off the car in front of him and it didn't look like it worked, and I'm not—I don't really want to say whether it did or didn't, but—but but it looked like it didn't. This week, it's going to work.
0: Yeah, I feel like, I feel like. Well, I think it was going to work, but we got loose. He had to lift. Um, he had—we were following Eric, and we had to lift because he got real loose, and um, that just killed the whole run. I think if we could have completed that run and not had to lift right there, um, we we uh we went with different obviously we had different types of setups in the cars and what you're what you guys kind of went with we were we were more we were more sunday than friday and we we messed up in qualifying he ran one lap in the instead of running two and that um i think we could have jumped up a little bit it wasn't going to be no miraculous lap but you know i think we could have started eight ten positions better than where we did pretty easily but um but this week this week you're gonna I feel like at all mile and a half, you're gonna. Uh, I think you're gonna. We'll probably look for help if you're looking forward to at Atlanta. You can get a little bit, um, unless you're, unless you're trimmed out. If you're really trimmed out and you're just fast, you might. Like I mean, you might be able to do it, but this week, I'm, you're so you're gonna be stuck, man. So. I know
3: a lot of feedback on Twitter. People were saying that. All of the passing was taking place obviously towards mid pack. And if you're in the lead, nobody's ever going to pass the leader. I mean, what do you guys think about that, realizing?
0: Well, I was leading and got passed. So
3: (laughs) I feel like,
1: uh, you know, I feel like kind of around that second to the end pit stop, Brad Kazlowski hit up on something and he drove from seventh or eighth to second or third. And then obviously the the pit thing went his way. But I, I thought he went from the furthest back to the closest to the front on that run. I'll tell you what, though, Casey, like when you see eighth to 20th, it's a hornet's nest, and when one guy screws <laughs> yes. up, it screws up momentum, yeah. and when it screws up momentum, you have the opportunity to go buy two and three cars, and that's at Atlanta. It's going to be even bigger at a high-grip place yeah. like Vegas. You know, the, the question is going to be when the guy screws up. I'll tell you right now, on one of these restarts at a mile
0: and a half, we're going to tear up 20 cars eventually. Somebody's going to make an aggressive move, and it's going to try to get blocked, um, and we're going to, yeah, it's possible. Um, Kurt Busch
1: crammed the middle yesterday for the lead yeah. on a restart, and it was his teammate, the 42, himself, and I think Harvick at that point. And he crammed the middle, and then we all end up three and four wide. And that's the point where I was like, We're gonna wreck, and we didn't wreck. And I was like, The fact that we didn't wreck tells me it's really hard to wreck these cars because there was yeah. beating, there was banging, um, and that's where the downforce thing that I'm, I'm referencing. But at some point, somebody's gonna get mad and they're gonna turn them, and when they turn that guy. We're gonna. We're all on top of each other, so there's not going to be anything these guys can do. There's not
0: going to be anything that spotters can say other than there's going to be close quarter wrecks. There's going to be less handling wrecks, Um, but these guys have already in the last five six years. These guys have gotten so good anyway. We rarely had guys. We rarely have guys wrecking. But we don't. They just don't wreck. Yeah. Well, we keep
1: adding downforce. We keep getting that splitter lower
0: everywhere we go. But now, I mean, it's definitely going to be harder. But now we're going to have wrecks, and I'm. Now it's going to be guys making errors and and racing with other people. So I think uh, you're right though. We we started twenty seventh and we were right in the middle of all that for a while. We drove. I mean, we went through it. We went through it. Then uh, had the pit road deal the first time. Came back out, restarted twenty second. Went through it again. Had another pit road deal. Restarted eighteenth and had to go through it again. So we went through it three times and it was. uh, You had to plan ahead of what you were getting ready to do judging by the gaps in the cars in front of you you know we were we were planning runs you kind of had to be patient and sit there and wait until a guy would make a mistake and that's yep. when you back bounce. that lineup yep. yep so it's cool
3: i know this one sorry i was on twitter a lot yesterday um <laughs> you're
0: no
1: way
3: Your uh you guys were going back and forth i guess clint was using the brakes a lot more can you tell us a little bit so that. they've
1: got this satellite tracking system that that gives a lot more feedback to the pit box. And it, and it kind of started last year. So, you know, the drivers have the ability in between practices, uh, during qualifying, like they literally are looking at all of this data. And they're changing their driving styles because this package is new. We're all learning together. So during the race, Clint is asking questions specifically to the pit box in terms of, how much brake these guys are using, where are they lifting, are my marks close to their marks. So it's almost like he's uh, sitting there taking a test and he's wanting to look at his neighbor's paper to see if his neighbor's got the same answer. And God. all these guys are really good at what they do, uh, but they're, they are able to mirror each other's driving styles if they need to. You know, when you have – and look, at a place like Atlanta, it, it – it, you're lifting like tj said you're lifting you're on the gas you're out of the gas you're still carrying way too much speed through the through the center of the corner which is why we were shredding all those tires yesterday versus used to we wouldn't carry that much speed through the center of the corner um but but they're just looking for one slight edge and that's why clint was asking those questions
0: yeah it, the i agree that they can see all the data but i've also seen it kind of backfire as well it, you can sure we can all look at what the fastest guy is doing it doesn't doesn't mean he's gonna, doesn't mean your driver's gonna be able to go out there and do exactly that. Well, like for instance, two different drivers drove the two car on Saturday in practice. Both of them, they had both of them drove completely different. Same car, same setup, completely different. So it's hard to, yeah, you can see what the guy's doing. It, sure, you might be able to try to help yourself it, in that yeah. direction, but it doesn't mean you can go out there and do it right away. But it definitely takes a lot of the, um, This is why Kyle was mad when they first started coming out with it because people could go look at some of the things he's learned over the years. As far as um, you know what he's doing with the throttle and brakes, and people can go and see that stuff now. But the the game's changing. the The cars are different now. The driving style is different. It's becoming more of a more of a chess mind game now. At some some places, like next week's going to be a gonna be a chess match. I'm don't get pinned here, don't get pinned there. When's this run coming? It's gonna be more like a like a plate race. Um and you're gonna have to protect your lane sometimes and and um you know it's not gonna not gonna really matter. It's definitely turning into more of a head like a like a thinking thinking game. Yeah.
1: I know we got a a, a busy show but I want to say this before we jump into it. I noticed yesterday the fastest car, one of the fastest cars, one of the best drivers, Kyle Larson He got shuffled late for a penalty. There are a couple other guys that made mistakes on pit road, had loose wheels. Man, once you're shuffled and and you're past that second stage point and you're in really the the final stage, which is really half the race, it's extremely difficult at a place like Atlanta to make that up. So I don't know how that plays out at at a Vegas or at a Texas, but at Fontana, where once again we're going to go somewhere that the track is slick, if you make a mistake, if these drivers screw up in the second half of that race – your your day's done. You're not going to win.
0: Yeah, you definitely make the race a lot harder than yourself. But I see. I'm kind of the opposite. We started 27th, drove the ninth. We started restarted 22nd, drove the sixth. Yeah. Then we restarted 18th. You had a days.
1: but I mean on Saturday, everybody's saying who's the best cars. I was like the 18 before he wrecked, the 22 and the 42. So. I mean, and I, and there was points in the run where I was telling Clint, "Hey, I think the twenty two's riding right here and saving his stuff for a few laps." And then the second half of the run, Joey was a rocket.
0: Yeah, we but were I, definitely patient, but I could tell you that watching some data, I know to me, Kyle was more for the forty two is more for speed, yeah, than handling. And if you don't have some handling when you get in that pack, it, it's hard. You're done. I can, you're done. Like it's hard to get through. So, at a place like Atlanta, you almost have to throw out that that okay, we're just going to go for the speed because. If you get to where you have to lift and lift a lot for the car, handling is an issue. Why are you lifting? Because it's not handling good. Yeah. So, uh, it's definitely hard. But you gotta. We worked on handling a lot. Yeah. So, just it's definitely tough though. You can really put your put your day in a bind. Yeah. Kyle was trimmed out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Shall we head into spot on, spot off?
0: You tell us. Let's
1: do it. Spot on, spot off. Spot on, spot off say spot off on the punch. Uh, uh, spot, uh, <laughs> spot on and spot off i'm going spot on so spot on you like it spot off you don't like it and you say why either way
3: first topic
0: spot off everything let's go to the next group
3: <laughs> do you have to be somewhere
0: no <laughs> babysitting didn't we spot on everything last week or off what was it
3: uh, i don't remember i feel like it was kind of a mix because we had Freddie. Uh,
0: maybe not yeah
3: first question Questionable lineup for final restart after caution comes out during green flag pit stops.
4: So we had Keselowski get the lucky dog, but then the nine team said that they should have received it. As Elliott says, he beat the uh, two car to the start finish, but NASCAR says the camera clearly showed the two in front of the nine. And here's what Chase said after the race:
0: Obviously, weren't very good anyway, but uh, you have know, an obvious from what I've been told missed call there um, when the caution comes out to the start-finish line, not the end of pit road. So uh, Alan made a great call to put on two to beat the, the eventual winner out um, there. And, and for whatever reason, NASCAR, I guess, missed it. I need to kind of go back and understand it a little better, I guess, before I get really pissed off. But uh, if that is the case, I will be pissed off. And uh, I look forward to the week ahead because that's two missed calls in two weeks if that's the
1: case for them. And
4: here's Steve O'Donnell's response to that.
2: Can you uh, explain
1: the, the, the Chase Elliott situation? He was, I think, kind of frustrated. felt like they had beat the leader out, but was kind of questioning maybe where their positioning was.
2: Yeah, it's, it's very clear on the camera. So we'll, we'll
0: show the team uh, exactly what happened. But it was about a five-second differential in terms of what it was. So. All right, spot on, spot off. Uh, I mean, spot on if they've got the video for it and they're willing to, to show the team. Um, I'm not really sure where this was going to line chase up. Did they say in there where it was going to line? It would have been a lucky dog, so he'd have been third. Okay, so third, I mean. With two tires. With two tires. And that's, Nonetheless, that's, on the lead lap, though. You, you're you not going in here with two tires at Atlanta. I'm sorry. You're not going anywhere. Um But, I mean, I get it. He would have probably made the two not win. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, he was fast at the He's end. He's fast. He ran us down. Um, past us with ease almost. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, spot on if NASCAR's got the video for it. And they, he seemed, I heard confidence in, it, in him right there. So I'm spot on if it's right. I'm spot on for Chase Elliott because
1: grandma always said it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so another thing too is what, what was the missed call last week? Probably when he was three wide on the restart. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he says he was supposed to be in the outside lane, right? He was definitely in the outside lane. He was top of three wide. So so if there there was two cars up there that had penalties, they pulled off late, so that lane shifts forward. I get it. They pulled off late. But you're really only going to be one lane forward on the inside still. You're not going to be the outside. If two cars are moving, you're going back to your lane still. You don't make your own lane. They screwed that all up, though. But he got away with that. Yes, he should not have been three wide when he took the green, he, and he did that willingly by himself. They screwed what I'm that saying. up too. So, and there wasn't no penalty. So, I mean, I, I, that was a weird, weird situation. It for was all of very us. Weird. I was screaming on the radio because yeah. it cost us
1: two spots. You know, yeah.
0: I mean, you don't want to you don't want to lose spots. It's kind of a NASCAR's in a tough spot right there because you don't want to extend the race, but you want the lineup to be it's right, a right. too. Daytona five hundred. Yeah. You want the lineup to be right as well. But honestly, to me, they call them penalties before we lined up way before and they let so those guys double up if you let those guys if those guys get called a penalty and double up and mess the lineup up for other people i feel like there should be a penalty to them taller yeah. taller stiffer penalties for that if you mess the whole lineup up you're not just messing the guy right but you're messing everyone behind the whole lineup up, up. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's not really from third on back they messed up yeah and it's It's not fair for everyone behind them, whatever lane you're in. No, you're not where you're supposed to be. Exactly. And you know you're lining up, and you have the penalty. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then the other lineup
4: um, question during that final restart was that the uh, officiating trailer called an over-the-wall-too-soon penalty on Truex, but then NASCAR says the tower overrode the call, and Truex was allowed to restart up front and then finish second. And here's what O'Donnell said about that.
0: Penalty, non penalty, and how it got positioned where it was for that Yeah, it was a non penalty. So it automatically goes to the penalty sheet, um, regardless of if we override it in the tower. And that was one that we couldn't confirm that the foot was down via the camera angle, so we didn't make that call. <laughs> I'm, I'm, can I spot off that? Because sure. Brad got penalized for something in his dual race that obviously now could have been overridden. Because it was a mistake, um, I don't know. But it, it, everyone's learning still, and and uh, mistakes are going to happen. So, I can't comment on this because I haven't seen the
1: video that they yeah, saw. I haven't so, seen ha- any if of I it. saw that video, I would give you my opinion, but I haven't. All I can tell you is, I'm an NFL fan. I'm a college football fan. I watch a lot of replays when they play them. And there are calls that they let stand that I don't agree with, and there are calls that they overturn that I don't agree with. So the reality is that this is an officiating decision, and and all we can hope is that they made the right one. I mean, I would think that they made the right one if they've got video. So yeah. to, to me, it's hard to make the wrong decision when you have
0: video. I like replay stuff because that get that gives you the higher chance to get it right. 100%. Know? So if you there's a way to go look at it, maybe the guy – they call it in wrong. They looked at it. They got it right. I'm all for it. So yep.
4: do you think any of this
0: was the new race official director guy? Nah, I don't think no, so. he doesn't call that penalty, him. No. Nah. And I'm not sure he even the looks pro at trailer, it. pro so, trailer, so what happens is they got guys
1: sitting in a pro trailer and, and they are responsible for X amount of cars. Let's just say they're responsible for five cars. So when pit road opens and closes or these guys' pit, those officials watch those five cars pit yeah. stop, and they're looking for the uncontrolled tire, the over-the-wall too soon. Obvious though. Driving through too many pit boxes, all those things. Then they call it into the tower. Then the tower has the ability to then look at that video. I'm assuming that's the series director, but I don't know that for a fact. The guy calling the race doesn't have time, To watch that video unless someone taps him and goes hey we need you to watch this video because he's busy he's he's managing fire trucks and ambulances and man telling you one to go telling you all kinds of stuff so i I would think that that's more of a series director play and then o'donnell is probably just a spokesman on it
0: yeah yep
3: ryan priest is taken out after making contact with the 52 on pit road spot on spot off tj
0: uh spot off he was having a good run um, tough place, tough place to, to race at and putting together a solid run, unfortunate circumstances there with a guy with a flat tire, just really didn't even, I don't know if you know, uh, was it McLeod? Yeah. Yeah. BJ McLeod. Uh, that guy is the last guy in the world that wants to be on pit road at that point. Um, I saw his interview as well and just a, a bad set of circumstances, bad things happen all at once. So. Um, I think Priest said he was looking.
3: He was looking at his uh,
0: looking at his tack or yeah. something. So, I mean, might want to look up a little bit when you're coming out. So, I mean, obviously spot off to everything that that
1: TJ just said. I mean, ideally you wouldn't want BJ McLeod on pit road in the middle of green flag live pit stops going down. Right, Caprice is running in the top ten, chance for a a really good day there at Atlanta. Um, but this all if if you race long enough in the Cup Series. You're going to eventually have an incident on pit road that damages your car to the point that it completely screws up your day. And you have to learn from it and move on. You know, the spotter has the responsibility on channel two a lot of times of telling the crew chief when that lap car, or slower car, is coming around so that the crew chief isn't screaming, go. Because if the crew chief is screaming, go, guess what the driver does? he goes if the crew chief is saying wait the driver knows there's a car coming around him and he waits so we have a responsibility on channel two to help communicate that the crew chief has a responsibility on channel one to make the call the driver has a responsibility of pulling out looking at his mirror looking at his tack looking out his windshield and then listening to the spotter because we pick him back up
0: that's a lot going on when stuff goes crazy and stuff went crazy yeah it's You almost crew chiefs clear one lane, then the next word you you hope you hear is to the grass, to the grass, to the grass. So um, I'll bet that scared him. Oh, he hit him a ton. You know, he if he was looking down, then he looks up, and there's that. I mean, it was like boom. Here's what it scared me the most about. I watched it live, and when he pulled out
1: and he hit BJ, it looked like he was wide open. And when he hit him, it spun BJ's car toward the pit wall, which is toward the crew members, and you see all those guys divert. And, and man, I'm literally just thinking, please don't trap a guy up against the wall. Like, yeah. well, this could be extremely dangerous because you got to realize, man, BJ's coming in at 30, 40 miles an hour. Priest is leaving at 15, 20 miles an
0: hour. They collide. It sends a 3,000-pound I mean, missile into the pit wall. You don't want to get hit by a car doing 15 miles an hour. No. So imagine one spinning at you 20 mile an hour even. I mean. That's what scared me the most. Spot yeah. on for no serious injuries following yeah, what sure. could have
1: been a big tragedy. We've had tragedies on pit road where people have lost their lives, yep. you know, and, and unfortunately it's a part of our sport. We do everything we can do to protect those guys and still have the format that yeah. we have. We didn't used to have pit road speed. I remember being at North Wilkesboro watching Neil Bonnet come barreling down through there. He spun out and ended up in his pit stall backwards and nobody even hit him. He just was trying to go that fast, you know. So we've done everything we can as a sport, including the helmet. I remember Cal Wells' team was the first team that I saw. He came out of IndyCar into the ownership side of NASCAR his guys started wearing helmets. We're all 32 like, car? Oh, look at them guys. They're wearing yeah. helmets. <laughs> and now it's like, uh, you know what? That was probably smart. They're not being wimpy. They're being smart. So we're all in helmets. So
0: I think precautions are made, but, man, it uh, yeah, things can happen. They've done – we've done – a NASCAR's done a ton to help protect people on pit road, especially with no walls from the racetrack to the pit road. So That part scares me. Yeah, that's definitely scary. We um, get to a Michigan,
1: and we have an outer pit wall. I feel really good about our guys. When we get to a Daytona and a Talladega, and there's no outside wall protecting the crew guys who are over the wall on the right-hand yeah. side of the car, changing tires, because even if I start screaming, they may not have time to run. And I've seen cars wreck and hit, like, pit stall three at Talladega. Fortunately, nobody was in that pit stall at the time. But yeah. that
0: those open pit walls, man, they scare me. Yeah, and it's almost there's almost nothing you can do about it, though, because if you put a wall up, there's an end to the wall somewhere. There is. And there is... I would, I mean... But eh. we
1: pull it off at Dover, and come on, man, like that's... uh And we've seen people yeah, hit Dover, those barrels.
0: Dover's a lot... You, you're going to stop there a lot quicker than you are. Imagine a, imagine a big wreck out of four at Daytona and the wall starting. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, don't, I mean, it's a bad situation.
1: But
3: a just, ramp, what,
0: do you just put a ramp? I don't,
1: <laughs> I don't know, I just... I just hope nothing ever happens. Yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah.
3: I feel like there were a, a, a lot of issues on pit road. I mean, Joey and Bowman, where oh, one's yeah. stopping too short, really the want, other one trying to get out.
0: You want to talk about this or not?
3: Jeez. Uh, Well, it depends what you have to say about it.
0: <laughs> we just got to qualify better. Yeah. We got to qualify better so we can avoid a lot of that. And um, we don't have a very limited number of stalls to pick from, but you know this we were TJ wanting to talk crap about Bowman but avoiding it <laughs> <laughs> I just know <laughs> that go ahead I know there we all could have done a better job there we're trying to go around a, a, t- a tire carrier who's not really helping much making it hard yeah. on us and here we are going going as deep as we can to help them out and then we got another guy that comes in and just stops in the box wherever and right fronts barely in it but it, it's it's a it's crowded it's crowded and everyone's doing as much as you can and it just we just just need to get we need to make better luck for ourselves it wasn't Stenhouse in the way was it <laughs> no. <laughs> no we uh we worked well is that who team. Martin was mad at, at at the end of the race yeah, yeah I think so yeah yeah I don't I watched that a little bit I'm not even sure I saw I'm not even sure I saw him holding Martin up I saw him kind of get out of the way down the back stretch and I'm not even 100 percent sure I saw him really hold him up but you don't want lap cars you know Ricky's in a tough spot because he's a lucky dog And the leader's right in front of him. And he's got another guy behind him trying to get to the leader. I mean, what do you do? Do you race? Well, I want to know what's going on behind me. And if I
1: know that nobody's close to me that's going to pass me for a lucky dog, I don't race. I think he was racing a car that wasn't far behind Mark. And I don't know that information because I was fighting my own battle. Yeah. I mean, we restarted like 10th on that last restart. And then you come to fifth because you got lap cars in the way. Chase Elliott up there on two tires. Jimmy Johnson's two down. Stenhouse is up there. Did you pass? Bubba's Chase? up there. Bubba's up there. Like it's uh man, it was a cluster.
0: Mm. But it was fun. Yeah.
3: I feel like y'all deserve a raise for this new package.
0: Let's record that <laughs> <and yell it laughs> to our bosses. It, it's a lot of work. There's a lot more going on. It's for gonna sure. be a
1: lot more than than just that one too.
3: Two highest finishing Chevy's were uh third with Kurt Busch and ninth with busher spot on spot off
0: uh i mean they have speed i've seen it in other cars that had a little bad luck the 47 had speed 42 was very competitive winning stages so there's speed there it's just you know it's not it's not all the way across the board yet spot on kurt bush i mean he ran top five all day
1: um obviously chris busher that's a great finish for him a top 10 And I think yesterday there was a point I looked up, and it was Daniel Hemrick, Ryan Priest. uh, Oh, there was a good group there. Oh, yeah. Ryan Priest, Daniel Hemrick, and. Busher. Busher. We're in the top ten, and I'm like, man, this is kind of what NASCAR wanted with this rules package. They wanted these guys showing up at their racetrack thinking they can win more than four times a year, you know, because when we get to plate tracks, everybody kind of beats on their chest and goes, man, I got a chance. But let's face it, when they get to Atlanta and Vegas, they didn't really have a chance. So to see those guys in the top ten, I think, is NASCAR accomplishing what they want to set out. The big shocker here, though, is – No Hendrick cars finishing the top 15, and the only one that showed speed at times was the nine. I mean, Jimmy Johnson was two laps down early. Very surprised at that. I mean, he was running like 26th back there racing some guys that he's not used to seeing. Uh, William Byron certainly not as fast as I thought he'd be either. So I think – I bet they went back to the drawing board hard
0: for Fontana. Yeah, and that that type of track's a Jimmy Johnson-type racetrack too. So kind of surprising.
3: Logano says new package will create more drama – and more tempers will fly spot on spot off Brett
1: don't talk about a good time show me one you know <laughs> uh air an opportunity between these guys stop being buddies in the motorhome lot and let's go fight and race and do what people want to do
0: yeah I mean we're all there to race and this package is going to create some close racing guys are going to be guys, spotters are going to have to be more aggressive. And easy, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> they're gonna ha- spotter I'm spotter fights, spotters are gonna have to be more aggressive with their clears, with their, their spotting in general. Spotting is gonna be more aggressive, and there's gonna be times when somebody's probably gonna say clear when the guy has a little more run than what the spotter really anticipated. And we're gonna have some wrecks, and guys aren't gonna be happy about that. Um, and some of us love spotting
1: this style of stuff, and some of us don't. And if you don't enjoy, really on top of each other, plate-style racing, you're probably not going to be good at it.
0: This is not. Yeah, This is the game is changing a lot right here. Uh, Info, 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 info. This isn't the spread out 10 car lengths between them. Hey, this guy's running the top now. He made up a car length. This isn't going to be that anymore. No. This guy ran the top, and he's coming with a run. You better do something. I mean, I
1: hate to say this, but I bet you for the first 15 laps at Vegas after restarts, lap times aren't even going to matter. Because we're going to be working the momentum, working the draft. Yep, you know, working just just passing cars, and it's not going yeah, to be about lap time yet. Now, once no. we spread out, yeah, it's going to change. And 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 when we do spread out, I think we're kind of going to spread out and settle in pretty quickly. I don't think yeah. think we'll see Joey Logano drive from twenty seventh to ninth to Vegas if he's spread out and he's twenty seven.
0: It's going to be harder there for sure. I, I think he's dead be... in the water
1: because on be throttle time is going to be higher. On throttle time. High on throttle time decreases passing opportunity, but but TJ's
0: right, man. Spotters, uh, you better get your together. Yeah, it's just gonna be. it's just it's not old fashioned anymore. It's the new new game.
3: New this season, we'll play a best of DBC moment during our break. Enjoy today's moment from episode ninety three after Clint Boyer's win at Martinsville.
1: <laughs> Let's see if Clint answers. Is trying to call him. Buddy! Uh, hey!
2: God damn!
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're doing our podcast and we just were wondering if you were awake. That's Come a turn on. signal. So
2: is that GD on, on air?
1: Yeah, Casey's on air. Who? Casey. She's our new co-host. You know Casey. Hey! Hey! <laughs>
2: Are you guys? Are
0: we on air right now? We're on air right now.
2: Radio. Oh, so clean up. Yeah, (laughs) it's
0: podcast, so we can edit it. We beep it
1: out. Just say whatever you want. Hey, boy, we did it up. Hey, what? How many motors do you think I blew last (laughs) night? Well, I I, I think your first motor blew at ten thirty.
2: With that terrible tequila
1: shot. That was not my uh, idea. That's bad.
2: That was the worst tequila ever. You had a oh. lot of ideas for shots, Brett. Don't lie. And shotgun and beers. <laughs> you <laughs> don't
3: like, sound like very fun to drink with. Hey. Hey.
2: What happened? Oh, I don't know, man. How do you, how'd you get home? How do you feel? All
1: right, thank God there were two guys on our team that weren't drinking.
2: There was. Yeah. Somebody was at that guy barn that wasn't
1: drinking. Russell wasn't drinking, and, and the other guy with a beard. I don't know his name.
2: Hey, we so we're kind of a big deal. We had two people fly in for the event, and the event was a celebration. Yeah. Not the race win. It was a celebration. Was the event. Yeah. Kevin, our buddy Kevin from Nashville, flew in. surprises and then Rusty, our sponsor from San Antonio, Texas, flew in. So I came to about five o'clock somehow, and <laughs> went over and woke Rusty up, and had another couple cocktails, and they had to leave and go to Boston to some business meeting. I don't know how I, in the hell they did that. I just finished <laughs> the bloody
3: mary. He needs a refill, actually.
2: Are you serious? We're on the we're on the radio right now. Uh,
1: we yeah, we're, we're gonna be. <laughs> yeah, we're we're uh, we're on the worldwide podcast. Is there any
0: chance anybody's listening? I had an Uber to the show they will be listening later yeah yeah don't worry (laughs) yeah
3: anything else you want to say (laughs) (laughs)
1: hey guess who elliot just called like just to say hey that was awesome i hope you guys are still partying and we put him on and he just said it was really cool to watch on tv of how everybody got pretty much out of our way to let us win and not be a dick i know it
2: they did all from jimmy johnson to all your homies you know what i mean it was like it was it was pretty cool that i like, guess you come up on those guys that have won there and, and, hey
0: been, what's, there, it like the there?
1: Won
2: races, what's it like them, winning
0: there what's it like
1: winning there clint
2: get out of the way it was pretty damn cool
0: tj wants hey, to know man. what's it like to win there <laughs> what's it like to win there it's pretty cool isn't it
2: oh gosh if Brett would have done a better job, we'd, we'd probably really beat him. <laughs> the only half-ass did a good job.
0: Well, hey, man, you dominated him, man. It was good to see you win.
2: Hey, is this so we, this was that official clip? Is that how we got on there right there? Because you guys just switched gears and got real official
0: on me. I'm not ever official. I'm hammered. I'm still hammered.
3: He is struggling right now.
0: We had to have some official for the show, hey, so. We're walking in Twin Peaks. I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You boys have
1: fun. Peace. See ya, Jason, that's the longest break yeah. in yeah. history. Dang. Hey, our breaks are usually like two minutes with the commercial. Holy commercials. cow.
0: How long was that turn signal we need to. Re- I
1: just hope that we went in Vegas and I have the same issue next week.
0: That turn signal was on forever. Oh. <laughs>
1: I he guess it's a theme, the there. hot tequila shots, because apparently he did one then, and then last so, week.
4: we did one last week, too. You going to try one, Jason? No, I'm to take the tequila bottle out of my freezer to put some ice packs in there. So. Ice packs? Um, yeah,
3: what, the, what happened to you?
4: I was fighting off some tigers, and they were trying to attack these kids, and I had Jason, a... Jason,
0: <laughs> we're not 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Tell us the truth, Jason. I was playing
4: basketball and then um, went to sit down pretty awkwardly afterwards. In my So you didn't laptop. get hurt playing the game? You got hurt sitting down? It was after <laughs> you. <yes. laughs> Goofball.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, basketball. maybe not the
3: tiger part, but you could have come up with yeah. a better excuse. So, so I, I got hurt
1: sitting down. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're not going to believe this. I pulled something. I need some ice.
0: Clearly, you don't have good knees. <laughs> Clearly, oh. you should say you were dunking. Clearly, you should not do whatever
4: you did. Yeah. Yeah, Zion. Oh, I was playing well, I was playing mom my Like started hurting, and afterwards once
1: went sit down, and it hurt a lot then. Zion Schultz in our studio, everybody. <laughs> my <laughs> kind of night is held up. All right, Casey, let's go. Fast lane. I'm hungry. Ready, ready,
3: set, go. And we are back. We'll head into fast lane. I'll give these guys three topics pertaining to racing and one that is off the wall. They'll have 30 seconds to respond to each. First question, drivers including Chris Buescher, Daniel Hemrick, and Ryan Priest ran near the front at times on Sunday. Does the new package make it easier for surprise names to run better, and who are some that you expect to improve their performance? Brett.
1: I uh, I definitely think it gives them a chance to run better. You know, I think probably seeing, and we we touched on this a second ago, it was cool to see them up there, but I think you probably see them up there because Larson makes a mistake Logano makes a mistake. A lot of guys have penalties, and and uh, it ultimately opens the door. But it, what it does tell us is: race smart, don't give up. This is a long race. You never know what may happen. So if you're running fifteenth, chill. You may be able to get a top ten out of it. Much
0: better. <laughs> um, yeah, this it's cool to see. And these guys are going to chip Ugh. away with some decent finishes, and it's going to give them some confidence to hopefully keep chipping away at this. I think it's good. Uh, and it's going to benefit some of these guys like Ryan Priest, Chris Busher, that are ready to take some risks, that are going to like this close racing. Hey, I'm not content here. I'm going to go three wide. I'm going to make this move. Um, you know, Hemrick don't know any better. If he gets a big run, he might take it. Might pass four cars. Might wreck five cars. You
1: know, so it's going to be good. I just want to say that I said Hemrick was going to be good before he got into cup. I said it for two years, and I was – not surprised to see him running as well as he did yesterday i think he's uh i think he's got a lot of talent i think the other guy behind him tyler reddick is just as damn good if not better i think tyler reddick is probably the most underrated driver in the xfinity series right now obviously he just won a championship he did it by kicking everybody's tail at homestead running that high line um left junior motorsports the champion got to rcr just had a great debut run over there tyler reddick is is the next big thing watch
3: All right, this week's race in Las Vegas will again see a new Aero package. What are the differences between the Atlanta package and the Vegas one, TJ? Uh,
0: I think it's the air ducts are pretty much the main thing. A lot more drag, a lot more drag this week. Uh, The guys are going to be able to carry a lot more throttle. Uh, The track's not going to wear out. We're going to be two by two runs, momentum. just a lot more, lot more on throttle time, a lot more, a uh, lot more throttle, a lot more momentum.
1: I honestly think you see the leader take off, or whoever gets the lead after the initial restart. Uh, I think you see that leader take off because from from second on back, we're all going to be doing what TJ and I have been talking about, which is fighting so hard. We're going to be side drafting each other. We're going to be trying to take air off the cars, pack air on the spoilers, get these guys loose, get runs. I think it's going to be a really, really good entertaining show for 10 to 15 laps after every green flag after that we don't know what we don't know because we only did 25 lap runs when we went out and tested and there were 14 teams so we don't know a lot about what's going to happen after lap 25
0: yeah it's going to be it's going to be interesting i'm interested in seeing when the tire fall off happens or if it even happens at all um, you know how big of runs are we going to be able to get with a pack that big uh, the test was a little bit of a You know, we saw a little bit what happened in the test, but now it's race time. Now things matter. Now things count. guy's going to get a run. You're not going to be willing to let him go like you might have been at a test because you don't want to wreck. Now it matters. So it's going to be good.
3: Heading to Las Vegas and with the potential for sports betting to expand nationwide, what are some types of bets you think NASCAR fans should be able to bet on at the track? Brett.
1: Well, I think the most obvious is obviously who's going to win the race. And then I would love to see bets that put these guys in manufacturer groupings and says, okay, who's the highest-finished Chevrolet and give you a money line on that. So eight or nine guys, you know, Jimmy Johnson at plus 320 to be the highest finishing in class. Uh, Highest finishing in shop, put SHR on the board. Pick which driver's going to finish the highest out of those four. Stage wins, an opportunity, uh, fastest lap of the race. Uh, I I enjoy um, gambling when I'm in Las Vegas, not on racing but on other sports. So – I'm a big, big fan. I mean, we even said on this show years ago, put a betting window at the tracks. Well, guess what
0: may be coming? It's amazing what we can predict around here. Yeah, there's a lot of fun things, like you said, like fastest lap, something like that. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that, that would be cool to, to add in there. And, um, you know, I'm not sure we'll ever see that, but. Uh, oh, we will. <laughs> I mean, it's over under on Timmy Hill. What do
1: you got? Yeah. 28?
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean that'd be Timmy Hill. Timmy, your My boy, guy. your boy. Um, yeah.
3: I'd like to uh, bet on the number of times the broadcasters will say "package" because they say mm-hmm. a lot.
0: Did they?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard Mike Joy blasted B.J. McLeod. Yeah, he. Got oh yeah. Does he know that B.J. McLeod's right, big boy? Like <laughs> right, I'm five eight two hundred. I'm gonna say B.J. six foot two twenty five.
0: He's a big Close. dude.
1: Than I am. He's got and
0: Mike Joy, but and He's got hard. sleeves, I think, too. When he I does. He still wears Affliction t-shirts. Those and things got fully so. Why? Look at him, dude! It snap fits you. him really
3: well. I will. Admit. He'll snap
0: you, Affliction. Yeah, he will snap Affliction's you. Affliction's played you out.
3: Know, you Listen, know who he is when you You walk say to the you
0: crash. like it right now, or he's going to snap you in half next affliction week. Affliction is played
1: <laughs> out. We have to tell our boy Mona, is that all the time on the roof. Says who? He don't say it. Who Mona is No. B.J.? Yeah. Oh, so you're saying B.J. makes the rules on dress BJ around here? B.J.
0: makes whatever rules he wants to make. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a badass biker, dude. He does. He does. He's a super nice guy, though. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever talked to him. I haven't talked to he him. He is though. a super nice guy. I, I, he's, a, I, he's a super nice I feel nice like guy. he's
3: kind of underrated because underrated, he is, I mean, He's there like at every race. Did you I know? have a friend named
0: Nicole
1: that actually uh, works with Nutrient Ag Solutions, the racing program there, and she's infatuated with BJ McLeod. <laughs> like I'm telling you, full-blown. She's married. She knows he's got a girlfriend. She's got kids. She's not trying to break up her marriage, I don't think. But all <laughs> she talks about every time oh, I yeah. talk to her, BJ McLeod, BJ McLeod, I need to meet BJ oh, McLeod. Oh, God. Like,
0: Did you know okay. that he is a, an established late model driver in Florida? Did you know that? Uh, I No. So... Like, Tons of wins, like dominant in Florida, like Lakeland area, places like that. Which brings you to a guy like Jeffrey Earnhardt, right? He gets in a yep.
1: fast Xfinity car, is running second on the final restart. I've always said, and Jeff Gluck gives me a crap about it sometimes, but fast cars go fast. These mm-hmm. guys can all drive. It's just a matter of getting in the right situation. I mean, look at Joy Logano. He's at Gibbs, struggling to run in the top ten. Gets to Penske. Contends to win all these races, is a champion. Like,
0: it's just, it's amazing how you have to be in the right place at the right time. You definitely have to be in the right place. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that till this weekend that he was an established, mo- like, winner, m- numerous time winner in late models, like Dom. Maybe
1: that's when he bought all that affliction stuff when he was making <laughs> all that money. Hey, those, those t shirts, I had some. They were $120 a piece. He'll yeah. snap you in half. 120 bucks for a t shirt.
3: I think it fits him well.
1: Remember that? Please snap him, BJ. <laughs> Do you have bling on, on your jeans ever, Casey, anymore?
3: That's not a yes. Not anymore, no. <laughs> that was a yes. I, I had to think about it. No, not yeah. anymore. That's it's mean. funny.
1: You go to small towns and some girls are still sporting them. They still yeah. got the bling jeans on their pockets.
3: I used to have a, a, quite a few I know, pairs, That's actually. what I'm saying. They're
0: played out. You still have them.
3: Mm, no.
0: No, none of them. They're expensive, no. too.
3: I can't remember the last time I wore, like, bell bottoms. Like, they're all skinny jeans now.
0: Yeah. You know, huh. like boot cut, you mean?
3: Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Off the wall question. Breakdancing is considered an addition for the 2024 Olympics. How well would you perform as an Olympic breakdancer? And I think we need to see this, honestly. I'm
0: not going to perform very well at all, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure this table will hold Brett's weight. So, (laughs) Brett, if you want to send in your your video. You know, I don't think I can breakdance well
1: anymore. Like, I can still hip hop. I can still hip hop. Like I mean, I can do some of the moves, but I can't do like, See? I can't do like, I mean, I can still pop, but I can't, I can't do like all that crazy stuff on the floor that I used to do. There's um, a camera right over here. But I could, I can still hip hop like the Bobby Brown, MC Hammer days. I can still do all those moves, but the break dancing,
0: especially in 2024, <laughs> I'd be close to 50. Uh, so when this show's over, ah. I'm going to go there and turn that camera over to the floor over here. <laughs> And yeah. you can show us a little something. I don't know, maybe. Yes, okay. I got well, all the wrong shoes. I can turn that camera. My shoes are. Grippy. I can just grab
3: my iPhone. You
1: need slick shoes. Slick. I might do one more on move so, for you. Take
0: yourself. your shoes off. Just be the socks. Well, that's that's an option. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Well, hey. Donor, stay upstairs, please, because I don't want I'm gonna touch your expensive camera.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ask DBC. First question. Uh, P. Schmidt.: Schmidt. Yep, 1998.
1: <laughs> 1988. P. Schmitz
3: 1988 asks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so tired.
0: Oh, this is a good one.
3: Brett, what did you make of Austin Dillon's move in qualifying on Clint? What is the rule for cars leaving pit road to start the session? Yeah,
0: what is the rule, Brett? I don't know. Is there a rule? You're supposed to maintain the pit road speed still. I thought but we got away from that. No. You're supposed to you're supposed so why to didn't black flag us? That's what I'm wondering. So, Mike, the question is,
1: what did I think of Austin Dillon's move? So, we knew when it went green, we wanted to go as fast as we could go to get our momentum up, right? Because this this whole package is all about momentum. I mean, when we went to Vegas to test, it took us five laps in race trim to kind of reach peak speed, right? So, Clint knew he wanted to leave his pit box and go. We knew Austin Dillon was going to leave his pit box and go, but Austin didn't go as hard as Clint was going. So I think when Austin realized Clint was going to come around him, Austin was like, uh-oh, I need to block him. Well, he tries to block him on pit road, and obviously Clint didn't want to be blocked. <laughs> so I thought it was extremely entertaining, and I think it just speaks to the level of competition and the stress that's on these guys to go out there and get all they can possibly get at all costs to the point that we almost wrecked and hit the inside pit wall trying to get our qualifying lap in so i man i just think it speaks to the passion and intensity that qualifying is bringing maybe even now more so than ever because track position pit stops pit crews being on spotters being on you can't screw up anymore it's like we took an error and what used to be okay now it's like oh it's it's not okay anymore so we wanted to qualify as well as we could obviously we did third yeah that was interesting I, I was watching just like everybody else. It's not like I went, Clear, go to inside. You know, go do the – I mean, you literally just like, oh, oh he's going. Hey, up. you got
0: guys want the same thing. And you, if you see somebody trying to take it, sometimes you, at that point, that's what you they want go. with knockout qualifying so, us
1: trying to vie for the same hole. I mean, we see it all the yeah. time in practice where two guys are sitting at the end of the pit road.
0: I can One see One starts this- to go, the other goes harder. I can see where this becomes more more of a monitored thing now because I'm not sure we need to be racing off pit road like that. You know, it's kind of the luck of the draw. Oh, hell, let us do it. Get it's, that official behind the wall and let's go. It's kind of luck of the draw when you because you get your qualifying spot out there. It's draw. You know, so it's not like it's it's just random. So big applause to NASCAR for shrinking the window. Oh, of the, the first
1: round. Holy the 10 cow! Is first it nice. round. Oh. Thank you, Jesus. I, 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 I I'm Way serious. better. We said on this podcast four years yeah. ago when groups qualifying started, 25 minutes is too much. Then 20 Way. minutes was too much. 10, yeah. minutes, Ten minutes, you finally, this is it. Like, yeah. good job.
3: Actually, I have a question on that. Now that they slowed the cars down, this is completely separate, but no. are they going to shorten the race a little bit, or does that not make a difference?
1: I think that's on the table next year.
0: I don't
3: think yeah. it, I don't think
0: it
1: happens at all Just this year. Just watching it,
3: I remember thinking. Like, I
0: would have loved to have seen yesterday have been a 400-mile race, honestly. Yeah. Yep. A little yeah. long. I think the last part of the race, so it needs to be split up by at least one or two green flag runs, though. Yep.
3: Dick T. Racing asks, Brad won after receiving two IVs before the race. What's the sickest you've ever been and called oh, a we've, race? We've both been sick, TJ. Uh, I was yeah. sick
0: of Darlington probably five years ago. And, like, throw up everything the whole entire race and I have I'm pretty sure I have my head down probably three quarters of the race because uh <laughs> Eddie DeHunt was next to me every little bit he'd be like hey hey you all right your car's over here <laughs> you're clear <laughs> so that was it was bad that race seemed like it took an entire day I woke up um started the track that night I believe woke up the next morning and it was I was just sick sick and I I Probably shouldn't have spotted that race.
1: I've I've had two instances where it was uh was really difficult. The first time in my life where I really really struggled was Vegas last year, and we we had uh, I felt great and went out to dinner Saturday night with some folks, went gambling, hit a straight flush on three card poker, won over two thousand dollars, went to mm. bed at eleven o'clock. I woke up at four o'clock in the morning with chills, a fever of one hundred and three. And I honestly didn't know if I was going to be able to make it to the track. And we don't have backups. So I get my stuff together, do the best I can, get to the track, go immediately to the infield care center. I get IVs. I get nausea meds. uh, Get through the race. I am so sick. I literally sleep the whole flight home. I don't sleep on planes because I think they're going to crash. I'm a nervous wreck. I get home. I go to my doctor, and I had strep throat, and it was the sickest have ever been. I've had pneumonia. I've had mono. I've had a lot of things. We're, we're, I mean, I'm 43, right? I've been sick. Sickest I've ever been in my life was strep throat last year after we left Vegas to start the playoff. Miserable.
0: Ugh. Yeah, it's not, it's not fun.
1: Only other time it was hard is uh my mom had hips, had bro- fell and broke her hip the morning of the Xfinity race in Charlotte. And she went to the hospital and I went to the racetrack. The next day she went into surgery and I went to the roof to spot. So it was, uh, very hard to concentrate and do your job when your mom's in surgery and you literally ask yourself what the hell am I doing but there again we don't have backups everybody was aware of my situation and uh you still gotta there's a there's a couple
0: times where I've been told info that happened before the race and I didn't get the info till after the race on purpose yeah uh Madeline broke her leg when she was like I think four three or four or something and uh it was Charlotte race and they knew they knew before the race that it happened. And Mike Davis pulls me aside after the race. Is like, hey, come here and you talk to you. I'm like, you know what? We should be getting ready to go. And he's like, hey, so you know, Madeline broke her leg. She's fine. Uh we didn't tell you before because we didn't even freak out. Everything's fine. I'm like, Are so you here's serious?
1: here's the position it's, we're in. Like our jobs and look, we have great jobs. I'm not I'm not discounting that. Our jobs comes before our personal life. And in those situations, I mean, it is what it is, but at the end of the day, like this isn't all fun and games out here either. There, yeah. are, there are days that are really struggles, and I mean, two hours before the race at Charlotte, I was crying, worried about my mom. Man, t- yeah. You go
0: get on the roof and go do your job. Yeah. Last year, we won Talladega. Um, I'm in Victory Lane, leaving Victory Lane, getting ready to walk over to the garage, put my radios in the holler or something, and my phone rings, and it's my wife, and she told me, she's like, hey, I couldn't tell you during the race, but your, uh, your grandpa passed away during the race. So that was I was like, "Hey, uh, oh, dang!" So yeah, this lifestyle ain't for everybody.
3: This question is from Anna KJ. How do you work out? How do you work out? Where the stand every week on the spotter stand?
1: Thought she was asking me for workout (laughs) tips. (laughs) That's why
3: I said I had to read it again.
0: New segment: Workout tips.
1: 12 ounce
0: curls. (laughs) Apparently, this new show they can see my body.
3: And do you always stand with your teammates? Are there some spots better than other others? How about Brett? You go.
1: Uh, we just we uh, kind of have our spots. I mean I, I yeah. think at this point I
0: probably The am. best spot is the spot you're used to yeah. for you. Yeah, for but sure. It's what for it is. for
1: me, I mean I think I'm actually at this point been on the, in the in the cup series spotting longer than any other spotter up there. I started when I was really young. I was only 23. So I've been up there 20 years and seen a lot of good guys come and go and and so we kind of have our places where we stand for the most part. I'm really only picky at Richmond, at Darlington and at Indy. Uh beyond that I'm I'm
0: pretty flexible on where I end up. Yeah, we've all been pretty much standing in the same spot for I I've been in the same spots for 15 years now, roughly, Uh, haven't moved much. And, you know, a lot of times you're near your teammates. You know we can go – we can sit here right now and pull a track up, uh, and I can tell you almost where every guy that that I know for whatever car is going to be at. You know, sometimes we have new guys or whatever, but if a guy switches a team, he still goes back to his spot you know where that guy is going to be. I mean, you know where people are at. We used to pick based on where you qualified. So if yeah. you qualified seventh, you got to pick
1: your spot seventh on race day morning. But we've uh, we've we realized that we're all grown men and we don't have to be babies. Well, you,
0: you would end up just picking the spot where you were going to stand anyway.
1: Yeah. There was a truck series driver in my Xfinity series spotting spot at Daytona. And I walked up and I was like, hey, bro, I'm sorry, but you got to go somewhere else. And he turns around and he's looking at me like, is this guy serious? I'm like, <laughs> man, I ain't trying to move my three different times during this weekend okay, big roof see ya
0: so. then he then he threw brett down he, was, he, was, <laughs> he,
1: was, he was, i mean he got it he, got, he was like oh stuff. i get it uh, nobody was uh, nobody's tape was out yeah yeah but i mean it's, he moved uh,
0: brett stuff for him yeah hey. that's how that happened
3: <laughs> oh all right what are we ranting about
0: tj you got a rant you know i'm saving up
3: i don't wow. have a rant either there is, is some exciting much. news
1: coming out on thursday this week though for me for you yeah. Mm. Started it, a new company, Be First, and we've got a big announcement on Thursday. Really excited.
3: Nice. I'm
1: heading to Orlando.
3: Congrats.
1: Thank you. Do we get be first at what? Him? Be first, bruh. At what? What else is there to be first at? Everything. At what? We're racing, we everything. We're everything. I mean, are you we're first?
0: It's an animal movement.
1: I want to be it's... first in everything. <laughs> it's what
0: we are.
3: Um, I just want to thank everybody who came up to me in Atlanta and said that they love our show. Oh, awesome. Was, I that, noticed in was t- that in
0: the
1: rain? It was in the <laughs> rain.
3: Okay. No. It was raining.
0: I love that too when they do that.
3: Yeah, yeah. it made me feel so special. I hear so it, yeah, I mean, I
0: hear it a lot every weekend. Now uh, you, you know, I it's it's a handful of times a weekend somebody walk by and be like, "Hey, I love the podcast." Like just yeah. random random times as well. So. I'm gonna start hugging every person that tells me that. <laughs> do it. Like I've been high fiving them, saying thanks. Like I'm just
1: gonna just I'm gonna just give them a really embraced 30 second awkward ass <laughs> hug.
0: Yeah, I love the podcast. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't qualify.
1: That's and not Daytona, fair. And Daytona too. I
3: feel like there are a lot of people in Daytona that come.
0: I want to be first. You see,
1: you get <laughs> it. <laughs> what a great name! I be the first one if you want to sponsor our podcast.
3: Tweet we need me one. and I'll be
1: first and, and <laughs> sign <be> us. I'll <laughs> sign you up.
3: And I like uh, Brett. I like your outfit today. Thanks. We I like match. your
1: I like your camo. They told us not to wear green. In case Casey <laughs> and I both <laughs> rolled up in here yeah. in green. That's how airhead we are. <laughs> Yeah. I so. never wear
0: green either. <laughs> You'll be <laughs> invisible in the video. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Um Boy. all right. Well, we'll go to the picks, picks, I guess. Um you man, you took a heavy hitter right off. Kala, I won too. Yeah. So um dang. I had the pick though. I had it until the penalty. You did. So that's good. That's all right. I'm gonna go with Larson. Oh, Larson's solid. I'm gonna
1: go with uh Kala. probably a guy that's not a very strong Performer
0: Kyle Bush. Struggle. I love that you're using these all up in
3: the <laughs> All right, so, tips. Real men
0: like Bush. Beer.
3: <laughs> Fantasy uh, tips. So what is one driver uh, they should not leave off their lineup?
0: Kyle Bush. Yeah, I mean, but that's every week. Let's give them the, the shot in the dark, man. Like, wh- who, who? I honestly think you roll with uh, my wild card this week would be Ryan Priest. Got a little momentum, knows he can do this, way less of a handling track. Now it's going to be able to – now it's risk versus reward. I saw this guy test, and when he got the lead, he was lights out.
1: And early in every run, he was lights out. He struggled on some of the second halves of those runs, but I couldn't tell if he was trying to put his car in a position to see what dirty air was going to do. Austin Dillon would be my
0: I knew that's
3: what you
1: were going to say. Why don't you just say it for me?
3: What's a you drive- could be first? I could
1: say it. I feel it like this is kind first. of
3: the same question. Uh, what's a driver you'd consider adding? Is not the same question.
0: Yeah, no, just someone surprise. Well, I guess yeah, I gave you that. Going. Okay, got it. My surprise. The, those are surprises, kind yeah. of, because they're not someone that you. That's awesome. They're not Kyle Busch. They're not you know the cars that are going to show Carbake. all the speed. Mm-hmm. These are guys that are going to race better than what you see Friday and Saturday. So they're going to race better when it gets showtime. Yeah.
3: Uh, Movie review.
0: Yes. I watched Stroker Ace.
1: Okay. Entertaining.
4: So um, very funny. It was uh, like a lot about the PR marketing stuff too, which I thought was pretty insightful. (laughs) And um, my favorite part was when the um, guy tries to steal the winner's girl by faking an injury and just like walking off. And I'm like, hey, I can probably do that now. I can go to the bar (laughs) and do the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Chicken suit in the car was funny. And all the PR stuff he had to do, that was pretty good. Did you cluck anybody?
1: Uh, Not yet. Did you enjoy seeing all the old timer drivers in there? Yeah, that's what, that was good. That's what is, I get. I, yeah. I get out of it. It's yeah. nostalgic to see Neil Bonnet in that thing, yeah. man. You know yep. some of those guys. So for sure, uh, six pack with Kenny Rogers. That's your next assignment. Okay. Then Deal. after that, we'll branch out into non racing yeah, movies. Man. Porkies.
0: Got it. It's got yeah.
3: porkies.
4: <laughs> I've got oh, some time to sit around and watch some movies now. So here they come. We gotta hurry. Up. We'll get to oh, it. Oh
3: jeez, we're getting kicked yeah. out. All right, thanks hey. guys for listening. If you want to sponsor the show
0: yeah us, be first us be the first be to sponsor first. the show this year yes
3: be first be the first uh send us some feedback share it like it
0: feedback is always good and oh. casey always sends gifts to people that send feedback <laughs> with stuff so casey that's awful nice of you
3: <laughs> by me he means himself <laughs> no i mean you we'll see about that
0: you got the best looks here where are you staying in vegas <laughs> guess that's a wrap uh, yeah where are you staying in vegas Oh, uh, way down the strip, a ways. I'm not in the fun area. Yeah, South Point. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: that's not staying? near the strip. Cosmopolitan exactly. girl, love that place. That's what's up. Sorry about the clap, builder.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Woo, <laughs> on the yeah. edits. Yeah, I got excited. Vegas, cosmopolitan. I won a lot yeah. of money there last time. We got strep throat. Can't wait. <laughs> yep. We out. Have Great. a
3: good week, guys. Yep. Check out Dirty
4: Mo
2: Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.